0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Musical Splitting Podcast. I am your host and scruffy looking nerf herder, Kavita Harian.
1: And I'm the one who saw movies besides Star Wars, Angelina. (laughs) (laughs) My entire
0: identity is Star Wars, that's it.
1: Sorry. I I just like, I hear scruffy looking nerf herder, and it's just like, um, my brain shuts down. I'm just like, okay, this is a conversation I'm checking. And no, I like star Wars, but like, <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, okay, you know, it's another star Wars conversation.
0: <sighs> this used to be a thing before the internet where you would just call someone a scruffy looking nerf herder and you'd be like, Oh my God, I've seen empire too. Yeah. And then you were friends because yeah. it was so rare. Cause we're old. So I'm like, I'm using it in the old, old version.
1: Right now. Now you have people like Joe Biden being like, Oh, that's a scruffy looking nerf herder out there. And you're like too mainstream, too mainstream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, speaking of scruffy looking <laughs> nerf herders, again, perfect yeah. transition. Today, Great, we are it. continuing to follow. This has been an organic thread that we've followed. This None of this was planned, really.
1: No, not at all. Yeah. It just keeps we, one we've thing kind of woven ourselves.
0: Yeah, into we keep this talking about one web. thing, and then another thing comes up, and then another thing in the discussion. So we're like, okay, so we've just firmly been yeah. living in a specific era, which I do think that. If I was a listener on the other side, I would like I would enjoy it just to be like I like doing things based on like yeah. a theme. So
1: yeah. yeah, today
0: we're discussing Mary Poppins. It's something that came yes. up I think more than once. I definitely came up I believe last episode. You, the one you're before. the one that
1: yeah, and you're the one that's kind of kept pushing to discuss Mary Poppins because yes. you have not seen it in a very long time, right? Yes, yeah, is yeah. yeah. I, have, I don't think
0: I'd seen it since childhood. I don't even remember the last oh, time I watched it.
1: Gosh, yeah. So this is this is kind of like. How the fuck did we miss Mary Poppins? Yeah, uh, yeah. These, I think. Oh my gosh, yeah, Mary Poppins. I a movie that I've seen so many times that mm-hmm. it's a little, especially now that I have a kid. Like I have seen Mary Poppins so many times. <laughs> it's like you. If I had a dollar for every time I'd see Mary Poppins, I could afford a blue check mark on Twitter. Oh my uh, goodness i can make i can make it rain blue check marks cover on your Twitter. body in
0: check marks get check mark blue check marks tattooed all over your face
1: <laughs> you get a blue check mark and you get you a blue, get a blue, check, blue mark check mark and you get a blue check mark that's how many times i've seen mary poppins i, I get blue check marks for the five friends that i don't have in real life yes so. <laughs> and recently
0: specifically is what you mean not just over the course of your yes. life but over the course of the past couple of years specifically is what we're saying
1: yes I close my eyes and I fucking hear like Dick hear Van Dyke. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: <laughs> um, Sherry yes. Bobbins is what always comes to my mind first before Mary sure. Poppins, of course. Um, I <laughs> oh, I have man. not seen it since I was a wee lad, uh, a wee a little wee lad. Baron. A, a barren. wee Baron.
1: Um, oh my a gosh. Wee I
0: I think it's I don't even know. I, I it must have been elementary school as the last time I watched it. But I did watch it a bunch growing up. I can't tell you, I don't, I think, again, this is another bit that goes into the, goes into the history books of like, we might've just had it taped off of the TV on a VHS and we watched it. If I remember correctly, Mary, Mary Poppins, I don't know if anybody who listens to this who's younger will know this, but the older people remember that like the fancier Disney VHS tapes came in like the oversized white plastic VHS tapes that were kind of like
1: clamshell.
0: Yeah, they Clam were like kind of crazy and like fancy. I don't remember having it. It's possible that we had it. I don't remember it being mm-hmm. specific because I feel like that's something I would have remembered.
1: I don't think we had that the clamshell version, too. I'm pretty sure the version of Mary Poppins that I had growing up was also taped off of the taped TV. Taped off the
0: TV. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> original, the, the original Pirate Bay. Um right, exactly. So it, it, it was one of those things. And it's pr- it's probably something that was also on TV all the time anyway. I, although I don't remember mm-hmm. specifically. I, I, I can't. I can't recall that clearly, but I did see Mary Poppins yeah. a lot growing up. I do remember really liking it. I do remember the songs mm-hmm. for the most part. And I have sure. a generally pretty positive memory of Mary Poppins. I guess for whatever reason, I just haven't watched it since I was a kid. But like you said, we it sure. keeps coming up in conversation lately because I think that was my main reference point of that era.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like. Uh, I mean, there's so many, so many of the things that we've kind of talked about over the past couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins is kind of sitting in the middle of that to say nothing of like this being like Julie Andrews, big film debut. Mm -hmm. um, This making it was like, I think the number one movie for 1964 when it came out, like this. It was made for, like, $5 million and made, like, $50 million, I think, Holy in its shit. original run. So <laughs> it made, like, a fuck ton of money and uh, definitely, like, helped launch Julie Andrews' career to non-Broadway audiences. Um, mm-hmm. It's just technically such a cool-ass movie. Like, Yeah,
0: like, it's really wild, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know, like, there's there's a bunch of, you know, kind of weird movies coming around that, you know, we've gotten into our way of watching. But, like, just everything about Mary Poppins is so fucking solid. Like, it is, like... From an adult's perspective, as someone who has watched it eight million times um, and as someone who has watched it eight million times before even having a kid, to me, it is just kind of like, uh, you know, sound of music is, you know, as far as adaptation goes, you know, Mm -hmm. adapting an existing Broadway show for a movie, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of seen as the pinnacle of 60s musical film. But for me, like Mary Poppins is it it's even it. though it's based on a book and not off of Right I was going to say like this was never stage a stage show. show was it? It just was a no. straight
0: movie and so we we talked no. about this briefly before we started recording about yeah. um, I obviously I didn't see Mary Poppins Returns I had no mm. idea how important <laughs> this was to the lore oh. um yeah, I've sure. also never seen Saving Mr. Banks which I believe sure. is some sort of disney context to what like the creation of this movie yeah. is and how it was important to the lady or the dude. I don't know. It's the lady, right? It's Emma Thompson's character. I've never seen yes. it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. speaking prematurely, but for, sure. for the purposes of this episode, we decided that we're going to disregard, uh, <laughs> Mary Poppins returns. Cause it doesn't seem to necessarily be a huge part of it. We're going to keep it strictly with the original. And then yeah. if, if I have time, cause we're kind of on a quick turnaround for this one, I, I'm going to really try to watch saving Mr. Banks just to sort of sure. get it context of like what the deal was. And then we'll maybe unpack, how much of a lie it is and how much of it's the truth and how much of it is just, you know, propaganda to make Disney look great somehow.
1: I think it's good knowledge to just have in the background, um, even yeah, if it yeah. is just like a very Disney version of that knowledge. Uh, but uh, actually, let's let's get into the notes. Yeah, because it a seems like it's an interesting enough after, story
0: that it would merit an entire yes. fucking movie just about it. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's dive into the notes okay. and then discuss diving
0: into the yeah. notes. Maddie yeah. Poppins is a 1964 American musical fantasy film directed by Robert Stevenson, not the guy who did Treasure Island, uh, produced no. by Walt Disney. That's, there's he was long Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's like, there was already a Robert Louis Stevenson in the film industry for yeah. the IMDb, so I'm just going by Robert Stevenson right. instead.
1: His guild name there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Michael <laughs> Robert Stevenson III, uh, produced yeah. by Walt Disney with songs written and composed by the Sherman Brothers um mm-hmm. remind me we did discuss Sherman Brothers before so the Sherman
1: Brothers a lot of like that great 50s 60s Disney sound like if you oh, hear music right, 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 yes 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 they're responsible for a lot of like that era of Disney music and you know which of course is now just so baked into anything Disney you'll hear Sherman Brothers music going anywhere like it's all over Disney World it's in all the Disney stores it's like it's just, it's they... become its own thing in pop culture
0: were they like musical dudes or, I mean, not musical. Did they come from like theater or were they just songwriters? Do you know? I guess on the they fly were just, question. they were
1: songwriters. I, as far as I, as far as I know off the top of my head, they weren't really on Broadway. I can't name any shows they would have to them on Broadway. So like they're, they're, they were songwriters primarily. That's so. interesting
0: because usually like the paradigm that we grew up with is like Broadway people coming on to right. Disney movies. That was like part of the great renaissance of the late 80s and 90s.
1: Right. Um, but right. This,
0: but the the thing that they're trying to recapture was just Walt Disney hiring actual songwriters, not necessarily Broadway people. Yes. Um, right right yeah yeah interesting yeah thing to note. Um, it is based on the PL Travers book series by the same name. The film stars Julie Andrews as we mentioned in her feature film debut Dick Van Dyke, David Tomlinson and Glynnis Johns. It's yes. 1910 in London and the winds are changing the winds they are a changing at 17 yes. Cherry Tree Lane, the residing banks family whose patriarch is the perennial absent and stiff collared Mr. Banks who yes works at. A bank is thrown into a crisis after the he works at Lehman Brothers, is thrown into a crisis after the family's latest nanny quits. The bank's children, she claims, are unreasonable and awful children. But it becomes quite clear that said children, Jane and Michael, are only looking for a little kindness and tenderness and attention. When their list of requirements for the ideal nanny is tossed into the fire by Mr. Banks, it is with great astonishment to all... The practically perfect embodiment of those qualities shows up, I don't know if I read that correctly, at their door. You
1: did. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Going by the name of Mary Poppins. With the help of Mary's boy toy, a Cockney Renaissance man <laughs> by the name of Bert. The Banks family slowly begin to drift back to one another. Will this magical and somewhat terrifying force for good reunite a family that has lost itself? Does a spoonful of sugar really help the medicine go down? Are Mary and Burt nefarious friends with benefits? All this and more in Mary Poppins. Poppins.
1: It feels so silly writing a summary for Mary Poppins because I'm just like one of those. Like, it's just like, it's a Mary Poppins, bitch. I don't know what to tell it's, you. It's you lovely.
0: Know? It's funny to think that there right. are people well, who did you. not grow up with it because there are people that were born after us. Strikingly. Um, I still can't wrap yes. my head around it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to his daughter's adoration of the P.L. Travers book series. Walt Disney had attempted to buy the rights from Travers as early as 1938, uh, almost yeah. three years before, though Travers repeatedly turned him down, believing a film version would never do her books justice, much like Alan Moore. Um yes, she was the exactly. Alan Moore of her day. Through Honestly, the next two decades. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> through the next two decades, Disney repeatedly attempted to entice Travers, finally succeed, finally succeeding in 1961 after giving in to Travers's demand for script approval. After two years of pre-production, filming began in 1963 with relative unknown Julie Andrews in the title role. Andrews would go on to win an Oscar for her performance. Oh, I didn't know that. While the film itself would garner another four wins and a total 13 nominations, the most for any film produced by the Walt Disney Studio. It was the highest grossing film of 1964.
1: So a big one. This is actually the, uh, you know, I, I like talking about the Walt Disney Company as a film company because... I think for a lot of, like, millennials and, um, I guess younger Gen Xers and the this, this scarce Gen Z person, there was this image that like Michael Eisner got really good at doing where he kind of convinced us all that Disney was always successful. And then like, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 that like it's just such a big part of being, you know, of growing up and that Disney has had that. But like that, the Disney company has actually had lots of like cyclical periods of really yeah. bad business decisions yeah. and yeah. just not making money and bleeding money out. And where Mary Poppins falls in line with this is this is the money. Mary Poppins made the money that let Walt Disney open Walt Disney world. Like this is the money that he like helped him purchase like half of Florida (laughs) for, for Walt Disney world to exist. It made that much money and it got so people, you know, like on top of all the Oscar nominations and Mm -hmm, just, it, mm -hmm. it kind of lined in with everything that Walt Disney kind of wanted to do, which is one, make this two, make an original musical three, do all these insane, um, Visual tricks that ultimately get used in Mary Poppins and number four, just like get him like prestige. Like this was mm-hmm. like the Oscar prestige that like the studio had not gotten on top of the shit pile of they been nominated movie.
0: for anything else before this? Was they'd this only the been one? nominated
1: for Snow. No, they'd been nominated for Snow White and they'd get oh, like right, honorary right, right, Oscars or yeah, stuff like this. Ones,
0: yeah. Is there anything else you think we should discuss before we go to our break and watch them and come back? Or I feel like.
1: I will say. I guess this is worth mentioning at least at the front of the episode that Mary Poppins yeah. was adapted for the Broadway stage in the two thousands by the Walt Disney. Oh it Company. was.
0: Oh shit, okay. Yes, did it, ever it was. Did it become yes. So. Anything?
1: Yes, it did. It did. Oh, it did. Shit. It, I didn't it ran for like five or six years and it also oh. had a West End production. And its whole thing was like, Oh, we are gonna hew closer to the PL Travers books, which Yeah. Kind of, yes.
0: (laughs) Did you ever read the books by any chance?
1: No, I've never actually read any of the Mary Poppins books, but now I'm kind of thinking I might just say, maybe you should just read 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 them in the next
0: day and a half. I'm sure, like, you've done that before where you've just reread an entire book. How hard
1: could it be? It's a Mary Poppins book. What could it cost? How much cost?
0: $10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I, th- I think with that in mind, we got a- we got a good basis for reevaluating uh, Mary Poppins as adults. Reevaluating, like, I'm not going to be like, I love this movie.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. It's so good. I love it
1: so much. I do. I do. Um But yes, uh, okay. let's I think go, that's some, uh, some good context right there.
0: Let's go watch Mary Poppins and return. Like Mary Poppins um, in jump- that last movie. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Audible, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. Right now, you can get a free 30-day trial by visiting audible.com slash splain or by texting splain to 500-500. That's 500-500. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month good for any title in our premium selection, which includes new releases, beloved classics, and new classics Beloved by all, like Lindsay Ellis' Truth of the Divine. These titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library, which you can listen to while taking a bath, if you're into that sort of thing. Personally, I find the idea of soaking in my own filth a bit disgusting and unsanitary, but apparently that's not the point of it, and it's supposed to be about decompressing or whatever, but I don't really get it. I like to shower. Showering can be relaxing too. I'm sorry it's not as cool or meme-worthy as all you two cool bath people with all your bubbles and sensual candles, but I don't care. You take your baths, and I will take my showers, and everything will be fine. Anyway, you can listen to Audible while doing that. You'll also get full access to our popular Plus catalog filled with original entertainment, guided fitness and meditation, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows. It's all included with your membership, no credits needed. So again. Go to audible.com slash splain or text splain to 500-500, that's 500-500, for 30 days free of Audible, and enjoy the cleanliness.
1: And we are super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Fragilisticexpialidocious. Fragilisticexpialidocious. you know the sound of it is, yes, something, something, we're back, something. we're
0: back,
1: we're back. <laughs> where's what I'm getting we returned. We are just like Mary Poppins does. uh,
0: Just like Mary Poppins in another movie.
1: In another movie that we're not talking about. (laughs) Uh, But yes, Yes. Mary Poppins. Mary
0: Poppins, we've watched it. You hadn't seen it in over 30 seconds, it sounded like.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I just Um, closed my eyes and didn't watch Mary Poppins. (laughs) So I didn't know I was a mom. It was like I ceased to be. Um, until I watched yeah. it again yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Mary Poppins again, as well as Saving Mr. Banks. Yes. Um, real quick, the summary of Mr. Banks is about, it's the story of how Walt Disney um, got, I'm drawing a blank, Emma Thompson's name. Um, P.L. Travers. P.L. Travers. He yes. basically had been trying to get her to come be, he, he wanted the rights to Mary Poppins for 20 years. All of this is allegedly propaganda, but just for the sake of the, the summary, it's all about, the story about how he'd been trying to get her for like 20 years to come give her the right, give him the rights to make her into, make it into a movie. She's basically like, no, Mary Poppins is like my child. I love it. It's my family. And she's very like stiff upper lip. I think I'm using that correctly. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like very p- protective of, of her books. Uh, and so Walt Disney basically says, how about we give you like a two week like, through the lawyers and stuff after forever, they have like a two week trial period where they're like, come work with my writers and my screenwriter and we'll see if we can make it work and you'll have final sand everything. And then it becomes a long story about, you know, all about how, um, it, it's all this trauma that she experienced and all that. Cause everyone's like, what's her deal? Why is she so fixated on yeah. these things? And it sort of goes, it cuts between her upbringing and like where the inspiration for all these little details in the story come from. And eventually, they break down the wall of, it becomes like a therapy session and Walt sees her and he sees that. And then they make Mary Poppins and she's still not happy, but they sort of have this cathartic ending and that's it. It was actually, I have to say like, it's very effective as far as yes. like a, a, whatever, like again, we, we're we going to get into this as far as like what specifically happens of it in it. Mm. Like it's an interesting film. I liked watching it anyway. That's, that's the quick summary of, of saving Mr. Banks. um I'll, I'll let you sort of lead the one of, of Mary Poppins and then we'll get into everything. But Mary Poppins, of course,
1: Yes, uh, Mary Banks Poppins, family. if you've never seen Mary Poppins, uh, Mary Poppins takes place in 1910 in London and there is a mm-hmm. upper middle class family by the Banks Uh whose patriarch is Mr. Banks. He works at a bank in London and we meet them kind a little of bit in, on the
0: nose, don't you think a little
1: <laughs> bit on the nose? It's just like, yeah. if I Mr. were like Mr. banks, miss talks about musicals and does. Yeah, in nothing the future, is I'm going to be a Mr.
0: Podcaster. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but so he's kind of the absentee father um, and we kind of meet the family in the middle of their latest nanny leaving them. Cause she claims that the two children, Jane and Michael are beastly like unbehaved kids. Mrs. Banks is absent because she's busy, you know, pushing uh, votes for women. She's a suffragette. So it's kind of like both of the parents are absent from Jane and Michael's life. Jane and Michael in all of this, having realized that their nanny has left them, write their own list of, like, the ideal nanny they could have. Because the nanny Mm turnover rate is so high. It's It's like working at Tesla. You're gone and, like, Three months out of burnout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Banks is all like, what? You want somebody who's nice and likes to play games and is considerate yeah. and gentle? Oh,
0: fucking idiot yeah. kids.
1: And he, you know, tears up the notes and throws it into the fire. And then those pieces come up into the air and down. Magically. Into, magically. Like a line of nanny shows up to interview, but get a maleficent force comes down from the heavens and blows, blows them all the way. Like and, Twister. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot of people have marked upon how ominous Mary Poppins is and we'll get into it later. But like Mary Poppins shows up and just kind of like bullies her way into the job.
0: And kind of, yeah, yeah she, she just
1: strong arms Mr. Banks, who is kind of, again, not just absent, but kind of flustered and doesn't really know what he wants out of life. Well, he thinks he knows what he wants yeah. out of life, you know. He which thinks is, he knows,
0: but he doesn't actually understand.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the, he's basically the real arc of the story. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, so, uh, you know, Mary Poppins, you know, settles in and the kids discover she's, you know, magic because she's doing things like pulling all this enormous shit out of her little carpet bag and, like, teaching them. Basically, uh, how to adult, but making it fun. You know, you know, vis a vis like a yeah, spoonful yeah. of sugar. He's just teaching them how to Turning be it, model citizens, but making it magical, basically.
0: Well, in today's terms, I actually thought of this. What you call it is gamification, right? It's like if you can turn something <laughs> into a game, <laughs> right? she It was the original version of gamification of like yeah. how do you turn in this like cleaning up your room into a game? How do you turn right. like doing this into a making game? Like, your so medicine
1: and yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she she gamifies everything um, for them, uh, along with the help of her friend, Bert, who's kind of like the closest thing we have to a narrator of this film. And Bert is just like this kind of he's he's a he's a man of all trades. He's a jack of all trades. He yes. Played by Dick and Dyke. Just being fantastic so much fun in this movie um, and so they have various adventures around London where you know a lesson is learned but magic is had like uh, they visit Mary Poppins uncle who laughs and flies on the ceiling yeah, but like
0: flying it, so it, he, many childhood memories unlocked by watching this I'm like oh my God oh, I used to be obsessed with that scene right I used this to be is- <laughs> obsessed with all these different scenes I was like i had forgotten all these things I was like holy shit like
1: yeah yeah so
0: burned into my brain I, I right. can't believe, it was just like oh shit like it's, all this stuff just came out again
1: It's in my blood. Um, So they have various magical adventures and basically it culminates with Mr. Banks deciding that children need more like structure in their lives and he's going to take them to the bank where he works. And Mary Poppins agrees it's a great idea. However, like it all goes to shit very quickly because Michael, the son, wants to spend his his money um, buying bird seed from a woman who sits outside of St. Paul's and, you know, feeds Mm -hmm. birds and, you know,
0: he can can feed the birds.
1: And, you know, his dad's like, that's wasteful. You should be putting your money in the bank. That is like what is important. Put your money in the bank. So your you know money grows and like that you have that money. Yeah. And they go to the bank. And basically, there's a whole upstart because Michael ends up fighting with Mr. Banks's boss. Yeah. And then they run away again. By
0: the way, is, is Dick Dyke dressed in yeah. like an old person's costume. Also yeah. hilarious and delightful. Yes
1: so much fun so much fun uh so the children run away again but Bert finds them and Mary Poppins finds them and then they go up onto the roofs of London and have a and big old like uh hoe down with all the chimney sweeps of London and uh yeah. they basically come back down make a mess out of the house and mr banks you know finds out he's fired from his job because of how his kids act so he hits like this low
0: or no no he has to he has to, he's called in to go oh, see sure, called boss,
1: in he knows he's gonna then he get
0: fired and yeah. then, like, they punch a hole through his bowler hat and yes, he sort of uh, loses it and then just starts laughing and tells this ridiculous joke that his son told him yeah it was it was the one about uh the one leg what was it yeah a man named smith
1: yeah a wooden leg named smith A man with a wooden leg named smith yeah and And then uh, he
0: leaves and he's like in shame but then the the boss again dick van dyke dressed up as an old man playing the owner of the bank starts laughing really hard because he finally gets it it takes him a while
1: so yeah mr banks goes home but like you know has this realization that his family is like What's important, you know, and basically they all they all kind of come together, kind of like floored by Mr. Banks's change of heart. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they patch up Michael's kite and they all decide to go fly a kite in the park together and Mary Poppins. Yeah, which
0: is how it's real quick, which is how it had started, was that like the kids were missing because they were trying to fly the kite through the park and it got fucked up and then they got lost. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the beginning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and so mary is like okay i think it's my time to go i have you know time's gone i've yeah. helped this family well,
0: <laughs> and, and his boss dies from laughing oh, too right. hard he literally laughs to death yeah but then the his son was like oh i never saw him happier but yeah. also now there's an opening in the so basically like mr banks like, got a promotion from killing his boss by making <laughs> him laugh to death.
1: that's the dream though no uh, <laughs> yeah exactly <You're> like, <laughs> it's like this dream scenario but yeah so all's well that ends well and that's Mary Poppins. That's the and story of Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. So 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 what did, what did you think uh rewatching you know, it, you know?
0: Yes, rewatching it I thought a lot of things. Um I really so I'll say this first off, right? This has been fun to do these blocked episodes of like in theme. Cause you can mm. literally like each episode feels like it's in conversation with the previous one. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking about everything I said during the hello Dolly episode. And I was mm. like, Oh, I actually take back everything I said about the <laughs> hello Dolly episode.
1: Right. It's, it, it's, it kind of stinks, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And also I was like, you know what? Like, if I had seen Hello Doll—I'm sorry—if I had seen Mary Poppins in the '60s and yeah. then went and saw Hello Dolly, I'd be like, "This is a total piece of shit." Like, right. it. This is totally not this. Like, uh, Hello Dolly, I was like, "This is a pale comparison to," yes. you know. And obviously, I have a of a, a bias of like having been a kid and grown up with this, but just sure. even objectively, like looking at how you can feel one way or or one way or another about Mary Poppins, but like, it's like a, it's a really beautifully crafted like in terms of like spectacle to spectacle like yeah again however you feel about Walt Disney and like however you feel about like what it means and like what it is I'm like they, they did a great job like it's yes. especially for the time and like the sequences are really like it just just keeps moving it doesn't yeah. really slow even it's a long movie too it's like over two hours which yeah. is pretty fucking long for a kid's musical but like right. It does just kind of have this pace. It doesn't really, like, slow down. I mean, I would argue that maybe some of it's too long and you could get away with cutting us certain parts out for sure. the sake of, like, like editing and, like, making it cleaner. But, like, sure, it's not like, you know, like you were saying in Hello Dolly, where, like, here's this 50,000-minute dance sequence that just, like, goes on forever and there's no point to it. Right, yeah. And also... Watching Saving Mr. Banks, however, propaganda it may or may not have been, mm-hmm. was like a really fun con- like setting up context. I'm glad I watched it before I rewatched Mary Poppins. Oh, Okay, so to you just watched give that. a little ah, bit of context. Yeah, nice. again, it's sure. like I I knew going into it that I'm like this is not like the the exact truth. It's not a documentary. Sure. Like it's like official, but just sort of getting. I'm assuming that like at least roughly the concept of it is about like it was about this author's life and it was about her relationship with her father. And it was even if like some of those things weren't exact, which I'm looking forward to you telling me like uh-huh. where those things are, because sure. it was really f- sort of fun to see that and then to see the way it plays out. And then also kind of weirdly see Emma Thompson's like kind of playing both characters in a way. Mm-hmm. Like she's kind of playing Mary Poppins as much as she's playing Mr. Banks. And you yeah. can sort of see that split in her. It, it kind of enriched Yes. That performance, because Emma Thompson is yeah. always great anyway, but like, she's, it was just really she's interesting. She's fantastic to sort of in get
1: this that. movie, too. I love she's her so really much. She's really good in it. Yeah. 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 Like, she's, you know, I mean, she she does so much for Disney now, but like, she's always committed. <laughs> like, she'll do she's shit like good. Cruella, and you're like, that movie was garbage, but man, Emma Thompson was fun to watch. And she's she's, fucking
0: she fucking delivers. She is. Yeah. yeah. She is
1: playing Mary Poppins and kind of Mr. Banks in this. And like, yeah. the basic tenor of saving Mr. Banks is not wrong. It's more mm-hmm. just kind of like, a lot of what is made up is, like, made up to a point of, like, hmm, you know? Like, you know how she, mm-hmm. in, in Saving Mr. Banks, she has, like, you know, she comes in and she's, like, this grumpy, like, hates everything, mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. charmed by any of Walt's whimsy, which is very true. She did not want animation in her versions of Mary Poppins. Yeah. She did not want songs. I do think there is something, like, really, really um, sincere in it, cause, uh, in it, in that that idea of, like, you know, people were going to trample on her childhood in a way. And like, there's a scene yeah. in saving Mr. Banks where like they're describing the Mr. Banks in the movie that we know. And she just has like this kind of meltdown. Like, how could you make him so cruel? And like,
0: yeah, mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. And mean. And like there, this whole like tension is resolved when they write, let's go write a, oh, let's go fly a kite. And that's where she like, yeah. is Okay. With the movie. Uh, apparently it was not that song it was feed the birds was the song that made her go like, okay, oh, fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but even, even speaking to that too, it's like, I think, you know, I'm not like a famous author by any means. I'm like, no one knows who I am in terms of what I've done. But I can tell you that, like, I've written enough stories where, like, sometimes you look back at it and you don't even realize. I've said this before in the podcast. You're like, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this. This is the thing that I do right. as a way of expressing something. And suddenly you're in a position where, like, you're under this really intense pressure mm-hmm. to, like, deliver and, like, sign this deal with Walt Disney. And you're like, yeah, I, I fully understood the concept of, like oh, like she, it hadn't even occurred to her to like emotionally unpack all this shit as far as like what the fuck it means. She just knows that it's this thing that like
1: right. she feels
0: in her bones and then she's sort of like unraveling in front of these strangers who are trying to like take it and like fucking make it into this like, you know, piece of schlocky propaganda or not propaganda, but like kids, whatever, yeah. you know, because she. which I would personally, I respect what that is as far as like what the sure. Disney thing is, but I can understand from her perspective why that's so like, that's like a really interesting tension too. It's like she's essentially like to them, the stakes aren't the same. Like to yeah. it's to her, like the stakes are so much higher. And it's not just because she's like, it's mine. It's like, right. oh, there's all this fucking therapy that I need to unpack that I've never even done until I've been in this position. Which I was like, I get that. I was like, yeah. I understand that.
1: Right. Like for for the listeners who have not seen Saving Mister Bangs, one, it's it, it is worth watching. But two, like uh, basically, um P. L. Travers's childhood is spent in rural Australia, and her dad is like a severe alcoholic, Colin played by Colin Farrell. But it's Colin Farrell. <laughs> Farrell
0: which why wouldn't you?
1: Sure.
0: (laughs) Why wouldn't you have daddy not daddy just? Why wouldn't you be like a mother boy, a daddy boy, father boy, I guess, mother boy? (laughs) Colin Farrell.
1: But, yeah, so basically, like, her childhood is that her dad was a, you know, severe alcoholic and her mom was also, you know, kind of emotionally unstable and, you know, had, like, a suicide attempt. And basically, um, it's her aunt, I think, in the movie, played by Rachel Griffiths, who's, like, one of my favorite character actresses from Australia. Um, but, like, it was P.L. Travers's great aunt who kind of came in and, like, held the family together, you know, as her father mm-hmm. was dying. And... um
0: And he's very sweet. He's not like the alcoholic who like beats, at least in the story. I don't know if that's real, but like he's not the alcoholic who comes home and like hits his kids. He's like a total sweetheart and like loves her, but just can't get his life together. Yes. Yeah. Can't keep a real job at the bank. And he's just like drinking all the time because he feels terrible. But like you're meant to at least sympathize with like He does love his daughters very, very much.
1: Yeah, he's just like this emotion, this expressive, imaginative guy ground down by like the job holding him back and drinking as a means to cope with that. And so like, yeah, you look at Mr. Banks in the Disney Mary Poppins, who is like, you know, loyal to the bank and lives for the bank and like has no problem ignoring his children. (laughs) Like because that is the way it is meant to be. So, of course, you can understand like at the way at least Mr. Saving Mr. Banks tells it. P.L. Travers is just like huge, like. Um, revulsion at, at, at what they were making mm-hmm. out of it. But then like, of course, yeah, It's weird because, like, the it ends basically um, with P.L. Travers at the premiere of Mary Poppins, and uh, it, you know, she's crying during it, and which is true, she Mm -hmm. did cry at the screening, which she was not invited to. She didn't even talk to Walt about it. She had to go through somebody else at Disney. Like, she was absolutely not invited to the screening. They did not want her there, and she showed up and cried. But she cried because she was pissed off. Like, she was so upset. She was just like, "I fucking hate this." Like, she cried because she was like, "They've ruined it. They've ruined it. They've ruined it." And Uh, like, it's, it's just. to me how the movie just like plays it as like this is like no she
0: she was feeling feelings but you don't know she might have felt feelings right because i'm like that's kind of what it's about too is like she's not necessarily like
1: forthcoming about all these things it's right yeah right like she's she's not earnest about like she's not emotionally vulnerable with people readily you know
0: and and understood understandably but yeah Yeah. yes so
1: it could just
0: be that and then she told everybody that she hated it and that's why because she didn't like i don't know it's, she you like can, it could see that but yeah, you're right. the like, film absolutely presents it as like this is exactly what happened. But
1: right. And when you have like Walt being played by like uh, Tom Hanks Fucking and Tom just, Hanks, like of
0: all people, yeah, he's just
1: like, come on, Pamela, sell your soul to me, Pamela. Don't you want to sell your soul yeah. to me, Pamela? <laughs> Needless to say, it was fraught. And also like P.L. Travers, after Walt Disney's death, had gone on to say, you know, there are certain things that she did like what she was really bitter about in the end was, you know, so they gave her script approval she had said, you know, you know, you know, but no animation, none of this. But you know, she doesn't have any, you know, final approval on the editing of the movie, and so when she goes yeah, yeah. and sees all this animation at the screening, she just feels like so betrayed, she feels like you
0: know? backstabbed, yeah, yeah,
1: used, and 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 whatnot. But like she did go on in, in like the '80s, I believe, to say like, you know, there are things about the movie I really did like, but when they did what, go ahead and turn it into a stage show, which is more based on the books and only kind of uses songs from the film, uh, she was like, as long as Disney's not involved, I, you know, actively involved in writing more content. Yeah. um, I'll be okay. I'll be okay with it. So she's
0: still, she's not still alive. Is she?
1: No, she She, died in 1996. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was like,
0: she would have died a while ago. I'm like, I thought you said the stage show was, more recent. It was was more in the
1: 2000s they started developing it like Cameron McIntosh. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, just go back to like, yeah, Miss Saigon era Broadway. Cameron McIntosh, who of Mm. course produced Miss Saigon and Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera had approached P.L. Travers about doing, um, a stage version of Mary Poppins, and she was like, cool, okay, mm-hmm. and then she died, and of course, Disney got involved anyway, in the end. Disney was just but, like,
0: it's ours again.
1: Yeah, exactly, no, that's the thing, like, Disney Theatrics produced it, and they got Julian Fellows from Downton Abbey to, like, work on the book for it, because they were like, you know, Zedwardy in London, but yeah, like, at the in the at the at end of the day, like, you know, as much as it is very different from the movie, it, it still is a Disney thing, <laughs> you know, and I'm just- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's I, so much of this episode is us talking about saving Mr. Banks, but it's kind of hard to like not talk about the, like the actual business side well, of it. This is part like, of
0: the, the business side and how development is how we would talk about a move a musical. Anyway, there just happens to be a movie yeah. in this case that like specifically like engages with it. Sure. By yeah. the way, did you, did you know anything about the Sherman brothers?
1: Oh yeah. The, yeah, yeah.
0: But even just like in terms of, of, of like the narrative of like, P.L. Travers is the weird one who's crazy who has, like, all these hang-ups and, like, right. that's what they have to get through. It's, like, the Sherman brothers apparently, like, wrote all these songs, like, won Oscars were like, huge yeah. successes and, like, were, were fucking, you know, uh, collaborative partners, but, like, literally only at work. And mm. Mm, they yeah. lived, like, I don't know, the I guess the lore goes, like, they lived, like, six blocks away from each other and mm. basically just, like, never talked to each other when they weren't working. Yeah. So, like, their, their kids, like, were like forty or something when they first met, like their cousins, oh like all the first cousins, were just like, We've never met our cousins before because our dads were like, we don't fucking talk outside of work. Wow. And yet they still like worked for Disney and did all this weird shit. So sure. then that's what that's what the documentary The Boys is about is about mm. them being mm. like, let's try to unpack what the fuck this was all about. Sure. So in the story they're presented as like, hey, why can't like this lady just sort of like get over it and yeah. like do this work? Meanwhile, they're like at the peak which is interesting because there's also this strong contrast of like, it's this English woman, or I guess she's Australian, but like, yeah. it's like, it's an English Australian woman yeah. coming in and you're just like, oh, they're so stiff and the English are this way. Meanwhile, like the two American boys are just like fucking just next level of right. repressing
1: so <laughs> their much emotions
0: and like not yeah. dealing with it. So it's like, I that's th- another as- aspect of it. It's like really interesting to know when you're watching it. You're sure. like, oh my God, it's just fucked like all yeah. the way around.
1: Just so, so much anger and it's like very funny to me because like the movie kind of culminates oh, although before I move on I do want to say B.J. Novak does play like that part very contemptuously with everybody like he yeah. like that his his Robert Sherman just looks very done and angry with everybody not necessarily <laughs> yeah. just at his brother but it, that knowing that like I'm like hmm that makes yeah. a lot of that performance make a little bit more mm-hmm. sense for me um, mm-hmm. but yeah so like the, the thing that's interesting to me is that like it culminates with like you know Walt revealing you know like that he had a hard childhood and that his relationship yeah. with his dad was also like Contentious, but he's like, and look at how I capitalized on, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. repressing this, Pamela, or just like, you know, finding a way to look at it, you know, with 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 rose tinted glasses, you know. Or as um, uh,
0: as Lindsay once said to me when we first started this podcast, she was saying, "You need to uh, figure out a way to monetize your consternation <laughs> in regards to my hatred of musicals." So, uh, here we are. So, actual Mary Poppins the musical. Yes, so we've, we've, we've considerably. Dove do, dove in. I'm doved. really good at words today. Oh, yeah. Dove dove in. Yeah. Uh the actual musical. Yes. The actual songs. The actual yes. structure of it. Um yeah. tell me tell me your thoughts in regards to why you think this withhold uh, that still holds up? I mean, I guess we're just gonna say like the songs are just catchy as shit and the sequences. Yes, are done. I mean, I'm like, I don't and know what I guess to say. I'm like, more than that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the songs is are there, gorgeous. Is there anything we can all?
0: add to it? Like, do we have any insight beyond what's totally obvious?
1: I was talking to Nick about this, and there is a certain like, there's the philosophy in parenting that you know you never want to be your kid's best friend; you want to be their parent, and that you want to set boundaries for them while also letting them explore and that's what mary poppins kind of does you know like the the, mary poppins the character like there's always a little bit of danger with her you know like she has like this like stern kind of like a stern mischief to her that like you don't immediately understand you know you never know what's going to happen with her but like you're always ultimately safe with her like you're going to be pushed into something very wild but like She's always going to pull you back in. And it's like that mixture of like the unknown and the kind of like I say dangerous in air quotes here. Just also just right. being played by Julie, uh Julie Andrews, incredibly like like Julie Andrews is so funny in this movie. Like it is such Lovely. like a pitch. It's her first it, like that's her first fucking movie, too. She's, and it's just, just like yeah,
0: that's something it, I was going to say, too. I'm like this movie without Julie Andrews would not be this movie.
1: No only 19 years old too i think um and just like
0: you're shitting me I'm, what seriously she she
1: was young like and she just had a kid too and like not just like is just fun to watch but nails that that yeah that that weird like gosh, mary poppins is kind of like a demigod basically it's like mary poppins feels like <laughs> if a minor greek god was fucking around with your life you know, and you yeah. have to trust that yeah. they're on your side. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, but you don't know one hundred percent because you never fully understand Mary Poppins, and like the movie never explains Mary Poppins. It never like it never does anything. You have to go like, is she and Bert fucking? Has she fucked all of these chimney sweeps? Like, how many people has Mary Poppins which, killed? Like, that,
0: yeah, Bert. By the way, which is really funny to me, where he starts. I didn't realize this when they go and they sit <laughs> at the. At the fucking Penguin Cafe, like sure. when you like jump into like one of those oh, chalk drawings. I and exactly. he starts <laughs> delivering. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize this as a kid. It's like his Mambo number 5 where he's just yes. like, yeah, Mary Poppins is great, but... And she's the best. She's better than like yeah. Monica and this. And, and, and starts listening. Yeah. I was like, how many ladies has Burt fucked? And why I, is fucking? Why yeah. is Mary Poppins fucking Burt? Burt must be that much of a lothario. Like, good for her.
1: Yeah, they, I, I feel like they they both get around and they keep coming back to each other. And that's like the sweet unspoken yeah. story. Here. Uh, which uh, again, and also Mary uh, or Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke both just have like such really fun chemistry with each other. They They're play off each together. other so They're well. Very, like,
0: Kate and Leo from when we were kids.
1: Right, right, right. Exactly. It's just like, Oh no, real person fan fiction about Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. I think that's why I keep coming back to Mary Poppins. I think that's why kids like Mary Poppins. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and that's, what's important at, at least, or, or not important, but like what stands out to me, especially, um, as as a lot of, you know, children's entertainment, I sound like a little fart when I say this, a lot of children's entertainment today is very, no, 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 it's
0: really, I actually, I really appreciate that. I think that's really cool. Cause like, you're coming at it from the perspective of somebody who's now a mother, not yeah, just sure. like a consumer of it. Like, cause which I am, I'm more on like on the kid's side of it, but it's like, sure. actually really interesting. I didn't think about it like that. And I was like, yeah. you're right. That is a sense of like mischievous like kind of insanity but also safety like that's a really important thing when you're little too is like yeah you're free to explore but you don't feel like you're gonna get hurt
1: right right and a lot of kids entertainment you know i'm generalizing there's a lot of really good stuff out there but a lot of it is very tame you know and doesn't want To set this feeling of danger, you know, however minor, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mary Poppins kind of always has that. And there's always something new with Mary Poppins, you know, like it is about newness and putting yourself out there. There's just so many little life lessons that are very uh, neatly incorporated in the little time that the bank's kids do sp- uh, spend with Mary Poppins. And I think that's like mm-hmm. why, like, you know, I think about her versus like the green power ranger, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 like uh, Wait, as, like I, I, that was a very, you know what? Hold on. I need to walk that one back. I wanna, for... No, no,
0: extrapolate. I want to hear this. Yes. Go. Please. No,
1: I was just, I was just thinking of like random, like characters of things that I was obsessed with when I was a kid that I don't give a shit about now, but like Mary Poppins, you know, you'll stop me in the street and I'll just be like fucking Mary, Pop-, like, like, what sets Mary Poppins apart? Where she still, you know, I still get sucked oh, oh, I into thought, Mary Poppins. I thought there was some Poppins. sort of
0: conspiracy of like Tommy the Green Ranger becoming the White Ranger or something having oh, to do with Mary Poppins. He's
1: actually, he also descends from the sky. <laughs> they like come from, you know, actually, Mary Poppins is like an uh, early iteration of uh, the Power Rangers. Like, she, she was chosen by Zordon to come she down and fight her. She is Zordon. <laughs> yeah, she's Zordon. She's Zordon. Uh, um, Children,
0: we're here to go defeat the. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Was, a spoonful of
0: sugar helps the medicine go down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, so.
1: No, you. are Well, that that last bit sounded like Zordon and Share. Just just a little bit of
0: both. Just um, so I can turn back time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, That's I guess what I was pulling from is just why Mary Poppins is, like, still so impactful. And talking to Nick about it today, like, you know, I've been to the Disney parks so many times as an adult. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. you see people in costume and, like, you you see the little kids get excited, too. You know, like, oh, oh, look, there's Belle and there's, you know, there's Snow White. But, like, there is this tendency I've noticed where... Mary Poppins will show up and even the adults are like oh shit it's Mary Poppins you know like like you see full grown adults just getting excited to see Mary Poppins and yeah I honestly I think it's that it's that yeah she's a fucking Greek god and yeah Yeah. (laughs) she's not your friend and she's not your friend she's not your best friend she's 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 just like this this entity she's pure chaos you know yeah and, and mostly chaos, mostly chaotic good. You know, I'm going to say chaotic good.
0: She's chaotic good. And she totally bangs. That's what she totally bangs. Like really funny. as like an offset for her, which the other thing I was thinking about when I was watching it, which I loved the scene with like I was saying, the Penguin Cafe one where he's he's mm. doing his Mamo number five. Right. Uh, but also I was like, it's kind of funny that they just take like, I don't know, like five, seven minutes. To be like yeah fuck off kids like go yeah. do with the carousel or some shit yeah. I don't care we're gonna go talk about like all the people that we've banged in this right. kids movie and they just right. have that go on for a while.
1: Right. And I'm right. like
0: cool like it's fun it just is funny I'm like I would never necessarily think to put that in there because right. I'm like I would think of it as being like well it's from the kids perspective so you gotta make right. sure that you're with the kids and all this but I, I thought that was an interesting thing that like I wouldn't have done it and I'm like but I'm glad that they did.
1: Yeah, it's and very I, And good. I
0: remember as a kid too, specifically with the penguins, sorry mm. to cut you off. I was going to oh, one no, more time, no, no. I 100% remember, speaking of a like core memory unlocked, mm. I remember doing the thing where I like would pull my pants down. I don't mean pull my pants and like expose myself, but like <laughs> I would lower my <laughs> pants to do the thing where it's like the little waddle like between the, the knees and then try yeah. and do the dance. Yeah. The penguin yeah. dance. I fully remember doing that as a kid. I was like obsessed with trying to like figure out how to do that. And I was like, why same. don't my pants do the same thing? And I'm like, oh, cause he's got prop pants. I realize oh. this now as an adult
1: what I did as a kid was I tried to get on cause we had a couch that had like a very thick, like wooden back to it. And I used to like to climb mm. on the back of it and try to balance on it. Like I was a chimney sweep and do like the stepping time choreography <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like fall off of it. And I'd get <laughs> in so much fucking trouble. Like, yeah. Like Mary Poppins is just one of those like core memory things that it's like really hard to yeah. have neutral or like, um, I guess like, yeah, neutral opinions about it. If you saw it ever once in your childhood, because it's yeah, just like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's there. So I do want to say like, if you want an interesting exercise in, in, I guess the Disney ethos now and Mary Poppins do you go watch Mary Poppins Returns because it's insane how it is the exact same movie, like the exact same mm. movie beat for beat, except like the um, the uh, it's, it's the uh, bank's children grown up in the 30s and 40s. It's
0: basically just uh, what was it? Uh, fucking Force Awakens, right? Which is like the
1: same. It's, right, like, it's, it's exactly like repeat
0: the same beats of the first one. And they like, put, but they put it with new people, which I understand. Yeah why they would think that's a good idea. I don't know if you agree, but I get why they would do it.
1: Yeah, no, like right down to the point where there's like an animated, like fantasy sequence where everything is like brightly technicolor and like there's all these cartoon animals like at the exact same point where it happens in the first film and it's just kind of like, yeah, (sighs) intense, you know, it felt like watching Mary Poppins Returns is like watching Hello Dolly. Like that's, Mm. Like that it's There's that no lack of heart, intent their
0: heart is lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Besides making money and being like, see, you like Mary Poppins. So you will like this. It's like, see, yeah. you like Barbara Streisand. And when people dance and things by, you know, Gene Kelly. Um. So yeah, I am glad, I, you know, I don't after, after this, this episode, like what we're doing next, I'm not sure about, but I am glad we did kind of watch it when we watched it now. Cause it's kind of solidified a lot of things for me.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I'm also, I'm glad that we watched it when we did. And it's fun. I like, Just being like, hey, I was totally wrong about this other thing. And like, it's it's fun to just be like, yeah, because I'm like, no, I take back all my comments. I said I'm not as an executive. If I had lived in that time and I had seen Mary Poppins, I would have totally just watched Hello, Dolly and be like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, sure. There's no point to this. There's no heart. Like to all the things you said. Yeah. There's no chemistry in the way that it's just this is so glaring. It makes it like all the faults of Hello, Dolly, like so glaringly obvious. Sure. (laughs) Watching something like this.
1: And uh, even even real just real quick, like, I wanted to
0: ask you, you. You you wanted to talk last time before we recorded. You mentioned something about the roadshow and how it like wasn't a roadshow, and then it was a sixes. Can you please elaborate on that specifically? Uh,
1: just that this was not released as as a roadshow feature, which you would think it would being a big musical movie, but they did not release it as a roadshow. That was like all I wanted to get into here, which is kind of mm, astounding okay. to me that they did not do it. I guess the sound of music had not quite come along yet, so like, uh, you know, the sound of music was what spurred the Renaissance of the, the road show in the '60s. So that was re- that was really all I wanted to say. Like, it, it's just kind do of. Do you know all...
0: why they did chose not to do this as a road show? I
1: think at that point it just didn't seem like it was going to be a money making thing to do, like because sound of music had not come out yet. Sound of music came after Mary Poppins, and sound so of it was music was like
0: the it was a big risk. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was still, I think it was just too much of a big risk. Um, And this is at a period where Disney Disney finances are. Okay, you know, they're doing good, but they're mostly making money off of like the, the parks and, you know, TV. Parks, and Yeah, yeah so yeah. they're still not quite putting that out there. And it is this big original, you know, $5 million in, you know, 1963, still a lot of money. So, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but I did want to say, um, coming back to Roadshow, actually, uh, I was flipping through it again and I learned something very fascinating mm. about it to me, which is that, um, so Mary Poppins won Julie Andrews her Oscar uh and it was the same year uh that My Fair Lady had been up for all of its awards and you know Audrey Hepburn was not nominated uh, okay. for like she was not nominated for best actress you know and Julie Andrews was like floored Ooh. that she was not cast in My Fair Lady you know like she had already like I think <laughs> That's she, right that's right we talked about this. Right cuz she she had won the Tony for My Fair Lady and uh uh, was not cast and was kind of blindsided by it, but got picked up for Mary Poppins yeah. and then of course goes and wins an Oscar. And Audrey Hepburn is like one of the only p- things not nominated for an Oscar that year. Crazy. And yeah, even, even, even one of the, like, I think my fair lady is like a better movie than hello, Dolly. And some of the other ones that like we haven't necessarily watched, but exist in that time frame. But yeah, Mary Poppins just kind of solidifies everything. Like it's nice to, 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 for you to say, it's nice to go back and reevaluate my opinions. For me, it's nice to just be right sometimes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like watching Mary Poppins, you're like, this is what like not like you're like, this is what all movies should be like. These just look like insane, (laughs) creative, like. Passion projects that push the technology and are just like well done at like basically every level you can name, you know, like even all these. But even
0: like what you were talking about last time with Hello Dolly, it's not even necessarily that Hello Dolly needs to have like, you know, people like floating on the fucking ceiling and like, you know, jumping into chalk portraits. It's like as much as it was like trying to be funny and sort yeah. of like lighthearted it just it it again to your point I'm just repeating I'm explaining back to you what you already thank said you. I'm just agreeing <laughs> with you is that like, thank you it was more it, w- it was flippant it was almost like inconsequential to the point where like sure. why would you spend this much time in this such time on something that like has no point to it
1: yeah like and then to, even
0: if they had just sort of made it more a little bit more of a core to it it would have sort yeah. of anchored it in something but it didn't
1: yeah and i guess i guess to, to tie it back to to saving mr banks is like you know again feelings about you know walt disney or pl Travers aside what is very interesting to me or at least what i think taps into the success of mary poppins is that this was helmed and also warred over by two people who cared a lot like whatever you want yeah, to say yeah, about yeah. walt he cared mm-hmm. a lot you know this was something that he oh, yeah, did he not
0: fucking cared a lot he about this. fucking yeah. cared a lot
1: about it and she cared a lot about it too and from this you get this movie that just has like It still has its grasp on like people like like people love Mary Poppins still. It's just like it's I don't know when, you know, this is is it's ever going to go away, you know, unless like we nuke all of like, you know, the 20th century. Like, but I I don't know, like it's just so ingrained in us. And it's just like to that point of just two people really caring about something like P.L. Travers writing her books in the first place Walt being moved by them. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this this coming to a head and making something. This wonderful, like I, I can't think about Mary Poppins and not get a little bit teary eyed, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, or
0: like excited anyway. You're excited, like, it is, yeah. It sort of, yeah. Yeah, like a part of you that sort of like peeks, perks up. You're just like, oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's funny, and
1: I, it's funny because I was telling, um, I was telling Nick about this when, when we were, you know, prepping for this episode, and I had a friend in college who had never seen Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. This was my freshman year, and he had never seen Mary Poppins, and a bunch of our friends were like, how "Have you never seen Mary Poppins?" and Mary Poppins is like 18 is not the age to sh- is not the age to show Mary Poppins to an 18 year old boy cuz he was just like very underwhelmed he was like this is what you guys you know, like, yeah. and you know, you're 18, you're at the age of like. You're just
0: like, I'm, I'm reading s- fucking Sartre right. and thinking and Nietzsche. Right. And I'm reading I'm cool. like
1: Dostoevsky and like, yeah. I, I just I read the Pot Communist now. Manifesto. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm listening to like Radiohead. um, But like, <laughs> and now, you know, touching in with them, he loves Mary Poppins and his husband is a huge Mary Poppins yeah. fan. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's the embodiment the of where you are in your it's, life. Right, exactly. And it's kind of the embodiment of like all ages entertainment too. I think like that's the other thing that like, yes, they have five minutes of Bert just being like, so I fucked her and then I fucked her and then I fucked her. <laughs> it's just, and it's like, it's fucking funny to watch. There's so many jokes that I did not get as a kid or just like little nuances yeah. to all of the adult characters that I'm like, you know, they didn't have to mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. rated this well, but they do like, just like, yeah, um, am
0: I, Am I I too over the top with my love of Dick Van Dyke in this movie? Because I was never thinking he was like goofy, but I'm like, oh, my God, Dick Van Dyke is hilarious.
1: He's so fucking funny. I mean, I always like Dick Van
0: Dyke, but I'm just like, he's so much funnier than I remember him being. Yeah. And you realize like what a crucial offset he is to Mary Poppins. Yeah. Because like he sort of brings out this other weirdness in her that like it's allowed almost. Like she allows herself to be more insane and goofy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can like kind of little drop her guard around her. I also just love yeah. how how vain she is. Like you know, like that's it's because yeah. <laughs> you know she's this godlike figure. And like again with that, like she does remind me of a Greek god and that she's also very vain and her ego is very fragile. And like you know, yeah, like yeah. she has to stop to powder her nose. She gets mad at her own reflection when it like outdoes her. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, that's it's the, just, I like, forgot
0: about her, that. I was like, oh my god, that's right.
1: Mary Poppins. She say
0: she's like uh what does she say to her reflection. She is
1: cheeky, cheeky. That's right. cheeky. I think about cheeky. it. She has a measuring tape that tells her she's perfect, you know, like.
0: Yeah. And almost perfect in every way.
1: Practically perfect, perfect and, in every way. Practically, yeah, practically perfect
0: in every way. Practically
1: perfect in every way. And uh, yeah, exactly. Like there's just there's just levels to Mary Poppins in in a way that like, yeah. I, just, I don't know, a lot of films don't have. <laughs> like I was just like a lot of kids. But I don't know. I just I don't know. Mary Poppins is, is kind of terrifying. And I think that's why <laughs> she persists. She's terrifying in that, like oh, she's hot and she's going to murder me kind of way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, not terrifying well, in a, like, a Freddy Krueger way. And um, she's going to make me look like an idiot kind of way. Um, I'm, tim- I'm intimidated by you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think they said it best in The Thing where it's like, or in, in say, Mr. Banks, right? Again, it's synthesized. It's, like, clean and sort of, like, uh, sound bite worthy. But it's like, she's not there to save the kids. She's there to save Mr. Banks. That's the whole point. Like, right. it's about... Mending that relationship—it's not about saving the kids from their father; it's about right. like, having their father reconnect with them, and like, right—that's the deeper meaning of it. Because I think now it would just be like, kids rule and fucking yeah. adults drool, like yeah. whatever, and it doesn't patronize them in that sense. It's the beginning
1: of Michael Jackson's it. Black or White with Macaulay Culkin, where he's like, "Suck on yeah. this, dad," you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like,
0: yeah, exactly,
1: right. Like there is like this genuine. Um, it, it is—it's sincerely heartwarming, like, like because it, yeah, it, it believes is. in the story so well, and like so much of it is Mr. Banks having, like, like again, this movie leaves time for him to have this own private. Realization, You know, like this long, mm-hmm. you know, night of the soul where he's walking around London yeah, yeah. and gets like it, it sits in his feelings. And I think that's, again, why it's also another effective piece of media for adults. Like, I think we've all felt like disconnected or detached from something that meant something to us, you know, and not known our way mm-hmm. how to get back to it. And, you know, again, yes, Mary is there for the kids, but, you know, she's there to help him get back to that. And I think that's what's really like the end when they're all flying a kite together. It's like, bitch, sometimes that's all I really want to do is just be with the people I love and fly a kite, you know,
0: flying a kite. It's still so many things
1: and to murder my boss, (laughs) but by laughter, (laughs) like I want to be, you know, I've been inevitably murdered my boss. Yeah. I yeah, that, that's, I I don't really know what else to say. It's Mary Poppins, bitch. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, to, I think to, Mary Poppins, bitch. It's a good way to end it. Yeah. Um. The only uh, one last thing I'll say that I thought was funny, which is more of an older person reference, but I thought that Tom Hanks thought he was trying to do a Walt Disney impression, but in fact he was doing a Burt Lancaster impression.
1: Oh my god! Uh, he does I so. don't
0: really understand why he, <laughs> that was the choice, but that was the choice that he did. He's like, yeah, hey there, Mary Poppins. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about the rights to the.
1: Film. I've just been uh, so I've been so Elvis pilled <laughs> by Tom Hanks that I just kept expecting him to sound like um like Colonel Tom and uh Elvis again in this oh, like right. <laughs> like hello, Pierre Travers. Yeah. And, Do you want to come and make money with me? We can make money together, okay. Pierre Travers. Like
0: Mary Poppins uh, was really important to me, and I don't want to break the <laughs> <I> promise <laughs> to my six-year-old girls. Yeah. Beautiful I'm Lancaster. Anyway. Beautiful. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening to the Mary Poppins cast. Uh, so you like
1: Mary Poppins? Yeah, it was delightful.
0: I really enjoyed it. And like I said, it, however much propaganda it was, it was funny or it was fun to watch the context sure. of it, even knowing that it was like propaganda context. Yeah. But it just sort of like made it as like a fun companion piece to watch sure. one and then yeah. watch the other. And then sort of it also, like I said, kind of made me realize I'm sure this is what Emma Thompson was doing, is thinking about like this and this and like sort of using those. I'm just making that. Up. I'm totally guessing here, but I'm just like, <laughs> it would be, be interesting if I were Emma Thompson to be like, to watch those performances and try and deconstruct them and be like, I wonder if those are parts of her that they were trying to like integrate yeah. into the story. No, this, just that this whole story was really interesting.
1: Sure. And it's like yeah. an
0: interesting way to sort of like frame it. So yeah, I had a lot of yeah. fun and, and it made me realize that certain things that I thought were. Maybe not as stupid as they were. We're actually much stupider, like in Howard <laughs> Dolly's case. So yeah. that was fun. I, I always like having some sort of catharsis like that sure. when we do these episodes. So nice. Yes, yeah, I had a great I'm,
1: time. I'm, I'm really glad we watched this, and I got to yeah. talk about it with you. Uh, I, I, I love yeah. Mary Poppins, I'm, and I'm glad like you got to enjoy at least one thing that you watched this uh, <laughs> season. So <laughs> besides Elvis, yeah.
0: all I'm allowed to like one. Yeah. So then there's ten more that I'm not going to like, and then right, you know,
1: exactly. Get, get to the next one. Then we're all uh,
0: but yeah, you guys let us know your thoughts. Share yes. us uh, share with us on Twitter. We are at in with no G at musicalsplaining mm. with a G on Instagram.
1: Mm. Uh, I'm
0: at Kavita Harian on Twitter and at perma friends on Instagram. And reminder that I will be. Let's see. We're releasing next week. So I will be at designer con the following weekend in Anaheim, November twenty nineteenth 19th and 20th. That Saturday, Sunday. Come see me. Come find my books. Come yes. and tell me hello. Yes. I would love to see you guys. Wish me a happy Thanksgiving. I will do the same. But say yes, something phantom. Say say
1: phantom con. to just go to and go Phantom and then walk away. Phantom. No, but, but yeah, do exactly. go. Exactly. And then
0: just walk away. <laughs> do, do, just taunt do, me.
1: Do, do go, do go. Uh but also um because I was very talented but um, uh, I am oh, thank uh, you. uh, I'm why Angelina Y on Twitter and I, I don't know how to chase that uh, but yeah I'm being nice and why uh, Angelina wait I said why <laughs> Angelina Y on Twitter and then Angelina underscore S-E-E on Instagram sorry I'm just so overwhelmed by the Mary Poppins magic here it's, it's Mary it's Poppins. Poppins ma- now we're
0: all being nice to each other because we've mended our relationship right like exactly the kite, even though we're, we're going to go fly a kite today.
1: we're leaving immediately yeah, we're to go, go fly, fly a kite together <laughs> yeah. yes. and as
0: yeah. always as always follow the sponsor links please Follow Please. the sponsor links Give us good reviews Tell yeah. everybody about us That's let how we get Tuppence in the know. bag. Yeah Yes If you enjoyed this episode You can get many more If you just tell Every single person That you know in your life yeah. As many times as possible Yeah to just listen go this podcast Go up to
1: strangers subscribe. On the street And go hey
0: Yeah literally Just to, they'll love it They'll probably yeah. be Really happy to hear it they like,
1: I, I, I love when people Scream in my face <laughs> About podcasts yeah. About musicals yeah,
0: About musicals No less Yeah exactly <laughs> right. They can't find a single person That would dislike that.
1: No, not Uh, at all. But anyway,
0: guys, thanks for listening. Thanks. And we'll see you at the next one.